Sky Sundering Shadow. And with me today is Aura. I'm dying. Gavel. I'm going to kill you later. And Lathander. Tweet, 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 tweet. Today's episode is slightly unusual, primarily because... We have our hosts among the living today as part of tweet tweet tweet, tweet. recompense tweet, 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 tweet. for an earlier argument. Tweet tweet tweet. This is currently being recorded as they are asleep, and I have used necromancy to drag their spirits into my recording studio. Tweet. How's everyone's week? Tweet 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 tweet. Have you? Oh, you know, getting pulled headfirst from a restful slumber into whatever this madness is, is, you know, so invigorating. Hmm. Well, that wouldn't have happened if you had given me all the soul to promise. To be fair, it was a, in the heat of the moment, something I tend uh, to try and not do, but... We're fair working on fair, it. I suppose. Uh, we're gonna get... We're gonna get me on... We're gonna try to get me on back some other time. You just gotta kind of... He just got kind of pulled under. It was, it was a bit of an involuntary <laughs> wave flex. But, I'll, but you'll get him. Yes, we initially... We initially had one other guest scheduled, the milk and fool and bread, but she's not fucking showing up. And to be honest, I'm kind of glad she didn't a good get idea. this call at the moment. Yes, we've had quite the history of... of Incidents with co-hosts in the past that we seem to have avoided thus far. Tweet tweet. The attempting to murder our listeners through essence is mm. very much appreciated as not. Tweet happening. tweet tweet. But Lathander, what the I hell think are you doing? He fell asleep in bird form again. Hold tweet, on, tweet. let me. Hold on, let me. Let me, let me do the thing I do when I I grab his neck in a funny way. Uh, okay. In the meanwhile, I suppose I could mention how my week was. I am now banned from Thorns. Tweet? How did you manage to do that? Well, I suppose we could start off with the first retelling of this. So you all know that Thorns is currently under the control of the Mask of Winter. That was a long time coming, girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that did happen some five years ago. But... Yes, but there was recently um a bit of a meetup in the underworld at a neutral party through uh -huh. several of us death knights. 
The Mask of Winters was there, alongside Iron Rebuke, Falcon Fu and Red, and several others, and he was giving this speech, but I noticed something strange about it several minutes in. See, he, the Mask of Winters is this giant two-faced fellow. He does this thing where he shifts the entire body to represent whether he's happy or sad, kind of like the... Like this one tale I remember back from the age of the Shogunate, but that's neither here nor there. The Nightmare Before Calibration. Anyways, I noticed something strange. He wasn't using the teleprompter. And I do... I, I glance around the room and everyone else seems a bit confused by this too. All of these very serious men, women, and elsewise from all across creation in various stages of decay all looking quite confused because the man isn't using his teleprompter. And that's when I get an idea. I go to my stencil and I craft several words and I, I just write out, can you read this in Riverspeak? And I hold it up as the masculine is speaking and he does not seem to react. And then write in a bevy of other languages, can you even read? No. And I just... Wave this in the air as he is speaking, and he shows no reaction. And that's what I start... There's some snickering in the crowd at this point, and I decide to start writing whatever bullshit that comes to mind then. Lol, a mask of winters can't read, and such. The entire crowd is now bursting into laughter. And that's when the mask of winters starts getting very angry. Not because he can't read, but that may be the case of this gods does, however, old spirits being illiterate, possibly, but also me interrupting his big speech. And he does the face shift and he kicks me out. But I'm pretty sure I derailed that. And to be honest, the... the well, Final Glimmer of Fallen Stars is never happy about anything, but I do like to think that I've made things interesting between the other Death Lords via interrupting their big conference. So that was my week. I now have a Death Squad sent out to me. I mean, don't we all at one point or another in our lives? Some more than others. Uh, speaking of weeks, I suppose I should ask my illustrious guests how theirs were, given that they broke an oath. Not yet. I knew. That's Not how yet. magic works. <clears throat> yes, I realize this. Let's see. Well, I believe we all have relatively the same week. Mm. We've been going around trying to find that piece of shit me on as well as trying to tie up every other loose end in Shampoo that seems to pop up out of every damn crevice yeah, that can be possibly fit into an alleyway. But, but you know, it's been going quite well. Apparently I have a new, uh, I wouldn't <clears throat> call it, I wouldn't call him a nemesis. Isn't his say. name literally nemesis? Say, well, no, it's the antagonist, oh, yes. but. My bad. Despite the t despite the title, I couldn't quite say it's that far. It's like uh, how how should I phrase this? 
You know that, uh, you know when you've been walking for so long and your feet start to get blisters from how long you've been walking? Yes. He, they're kind of like, they're kind of like that. And so far, especially since they look like me, this particular blister seems like it needs to be gotten rid of at some point. Uh, not immediately, but hopefully soon. Just hoping they're not causing too much too much mischief when wearing my face, albeit run through a sort of color blender. Uh, yes, having someone who looks like you can be quite infuriating. Thankfully, I'm glad no one can... Turns into Sky Sundering Shadow. <laughs> yes. You know, it's quite interesting you're able to do that and still talk, given that I'm using necromancy to still do that without a jaw. How are you? Oh, you think I don't have necromancy as well? Hmm. Touché. I'll find some way to kill you for that later. <laughs> oh, yes, you will. Not sure if you'll work, but I always come back. Ah, yes, speaking, speaking of death, I remember hearing that somewhat from a ghost on a previous episode. I forget his name before I smelted him live on air, but... I remember hearing I'll that... I'll kill you for that. I remember hearing that someone killed a lunar in a particularly powerful brawl. I've had this question asked in previous other chosen who I've reincarnated before in other episodes. How Do you have any interesting stories of particularly engaging past deaths and glorious battles? <sighs> sorry for the... Sorry for all the coughing up. I've been I, I've been poisoned till now. I, I it's pretty strong poison. Ugh. Really sorry. I don't want to mess up the audio, but yeah, um, trying to mute whenever I got get the coughs. But uh, I remember something I I, I was gonna tell. Uh, I wanted to tell the story uh, a couple of years back. Uh, or not years. <laughs> we haven't really known each other for that long, but. I want to tell the story uh, because of the setting, really. Now, you know, you, you don't expect me to be that uh, that much more comfortable um, riding on a boat. You know, somebody like me, you know, immediate assumption you just, you get is, uh, you know, oh, that, there goes a lass who really knows how to ride a horse. And uh, let me tell you a little something about me and horses. Uh, I'm terrified of horses. Horses are... By and large, one of the scariest, one of the scariest species of animals uh, ever put to life. Really, uh, they are complete. They are almost entirely perceptive. They have vision. Th their vision spans the entire length of the the entire circumference of their body, except for like tiny little cone shaped window uh, on the back of their head. So they are. Practically impossible to, you know, sneak around. Uh, they have a... Uh, they can crush somebody's entire skull in less than a fraction of a second with their kick. And they also bite like hail. They're enormously tall. I, uh, like, just getting stomp stampeded by horses is one of the scariest thoughts of my life. And I got this thought a while, while back. A long, long time ago. Uh, allow me to tell you all the story of Loco. Oh, very well. Tell us about Loco. So, yes, when I was... 
uh, a young ought to be interesting. Uh, after the reincarnation, but before I really knew myself, I was a uh, part of a youth group close to the, the border of a of a town bathed by a crimson sea. Uh, I remember this. Uh, we had a lot of uh, little activities we did, and one of them was uh, t- helping them. Have an awesome farmers take care of a barn, and one of the things that uh, we did, we used to do, uh, was after ever, after all was said and done, uh, the people at the at the the farm, you know, the the caretakers, we teach everybody to do some horse riding lessons. Uh, it was there, it was there that I met Loco. They apparently Loco was uh, obtained by that farm a couple of years back uh, from a a group of nomadic resellers. Uh, the, the name Loco wasn't a name they gave him. It was a name the resellers had already given him by the time they bought him. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, uh, Loco means crazy. And you're going to know why in a minute. <laughs> So, yes, I believe I remember this in fl- that so, in flame tongue. When, when we were doing the horse riding lessons, all the horses had already laid. Taking it to everybody. I remember I was the last one to get picked. Uh, and everyone was like, how about we set him up with Loco? And they put me on... Uh, you know, they put me on the horse. The horse was standing perfectly still. It, it, Loco was this uh, white horse with like uh, was this white horse with like you know how um, how do I say this like cookie spots? You know the one? You know the ones like uh, you know like the ice cream like that it's vanilla with little little cookie bits. That's what that's what Loco looked like. It was a very pretty horse, but uh, they put me on the horse. Horse stood perfectly still. They were giving me some instructions here and there, and then, and then, as if, as if to indicate the end times, a butterfly flew in front of Loco's face. Now I don't know what the hell this horse saw. But, but judging by what followed, I think this horse saw, thought it was going to fucking die. Because it suddenly got up on its back legs and rushed into the forest with me in it. With me on it. And I was and I was barreling toward the forest at top speed, hitting every single tree branch along the way, wrapped by my legs to this giant horse that is that refuses to slow down. That this horse, this horse must have ran a mile with me, me trapped, uh, <laughs> trapped on it. And I'm screaming. I'm running. I'm screaming. And I, I think they, they tried to, like, they tried to, to yell at. Like, I can hear people yelling in the background. I'm, I'm yelling at it to stop, and it just won't quit. Uh. Sorry to interrupt. One moment. Are you saying no, this the horse, horse was running, was running on, on all legs? fours? It, it, it got up on its hind legs to 
It got up on its hind legs to, you know, do the thing that horses do when they set up to go crazy. You know, the, the pose, the iconic pose. Yes, I'm just getting a report from a similar friend of a similar horse who has had history of doing something similar, but does in fact run anyway. on their hind legs. So local, so local keeps running and he keeps running and and I, I know he doesn't he doesn't calm down. He he's not calming down by any means. He's this this horse is just going to keep running until until he just runs out of breath, and that's exactly what it did. The horse could not run anymore, so. So it just start it starts slowing down, and I remember I tried to get I, I tried to, to 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 touch it to like get off it to like uh you know stand on it all, but I think when I I think when I touched it it thought that the butterfly got I thought the butterfly got him so it just accepted its death it just laid down it it just like plopped down on the ground with me still on it and I fell off it uh. With my legs stuck uh, stuck underneath. Like it just fell on its side and accepted its fate. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, shortly after... Did the horse survive that or did you give it a heart I don't attack? know. I, I don't know what happened to it. I, I, that horse... That horse m- m- must have been... That must have been traumatic. Because I, I, I haven't gone next to a horse... In a good couple years since then. See, I do have a hunch related to that on what may have happened to that beast. Because back when I first lit up several years ago, I did some training with some gentlemen under our rival competing Jeff Lord in the region, the first and forsaken lion. A giant armored idiot who was sealed forever into his suit of armor because he wasn't destroying the universe fast enough. Anyways, uh, he, his night, she was riding a horse with a very similar disposition. I, the training session was actually canceled because even undead, uh, she could not get the horse to stop running, even with its heart exploded all over its chest cavity and its bones clear to see. Training session had to be canceled entirely because she was having the exact same issue you were. I think this horse had the exact similar markings, now that you mention it. Even in death, it had the exact same fucking issue. So I guess that answers the question of what I happened to this. And this is why I always uh, have horses like for traveling. And that was my story. I had, we were, we, I, I, not not much happened with my week. I I had a. We were in Shampoo recently, so I, I got a chance to try out some delicacies. Uh, I tried out cloth collage. I've never had it before. It's a lot more uh, bittersweet than I thought. It's like, it's like it, if you've ever had cloth collage, it's like lamb. It's lamb wrapped on a stick, you know, covered in, in this like savory sauce. Uh, and it's a lot... It's a little tough to chew through, but it's very, it's a very unique taste. I don't know about, <clears throat> I don't know about it too much, uh, but it's very weird to give it a try because I, I, uh, I've always, you know, lived close by, but I never really gave much thought to visit the capital. It was very good food. 
I can imagine how people would live here for a long time. Yeah, so like that's like a six out of ten, probably. Speaking of food, I myself uh, crafted an ancient recipe from bygone days of the first stage. I revived some old flowers, ground them into, um, ground them into well, flour, and I made an ancient recipe that is called a, I believe it's called a quiche. Oh, the quiche. The most famous thing ever, the quiche. Yes, I, I've heard of such a food before. Not particularly my type of food, but I suppose some people it enjoy it. It turned out alright. Unfortunately, it required a lot of chewing, which means I had to go craft a secondary jaw again, which is always a pain in the ass. But... I was curious about how you were, how you ate such a food without, with, uh, you know, no jaw. You could thank the old asshole who You're killed welcome. me for that, but that's a story for, I've already, that's a story I've already relitigated on this podcast over and over, and I would rather not go into it. Fair enough. As much as our guests, as much as our listeners in the kingdom of the underworld love hearing Love hearing stories from all across creation. They don't like repeats. Those episodes and they'll be fairly low. Views. Oh, well, okay. Nothing. What was that, Lathander? I just said okay. That's a little awkward that you have even repeat episodes but... to begin with. Oh, less repeat episodes, mm -hmm. more the repeat stories from different people on horrible events that have killed them. You would not believe how many stories I've heard of people who were killed in such and such battle by the realm, and things tend to go embarrassing ways. Like, I even once had five different guests from the pigsty poop that killed the Shogunate, all telling horrible versions of that shitstorm. And yes, that is a literal shitstorm that, in fact, killed a regime Ew. on the I got in by a fish once <laughs> in a past life. Oh, well, that's something I definitely haven't heard before. Oh, yes, uh, it was story. a long, long time ago. Bef it was even before someone like me would even be able to reincarnate. But that memory still is a core memory. I don't know how. So I was a dashing rogue rapscallion back in the day. Used to use. I used to fight with some swords. Now I have this shovel, but I mean, I used to use swords at one point in time. So me and my compatriots were trying to get information, so we decided to go into a prison in disguise. It didn't work out well, because uh, those friends or compatriots were assholes to begin with. And after many a trials of barely surviving giant ro rolling wa logs coming at us, uh, being beaten half to death, being starved, we plotted our escape route after getting the information needed, and then this random green fish with buck teeth came out and bit me in half and kept on biting me until I was dead. And no one seemed to try to stop it at all. It even talked to me saying, Hello, I'm a dope fish. I'm going to eat you now. It was terrible. Well, that sounds like I don't know. It was more wild, eldritch, definitely. more sidereal in nature, I would say. Which is why... This is a shout-out to all of your sidereal listeners. Don't be like Neon. Or I will make you suffer. Now, I haven't heard of this particular creature before, but 
I have heard tale of all sorts of wonderful wildlife that the wild sends our way. Do you know one of them has a particularly notorious species, same size as what you described, but they have a light on the back oh, of Oh, yes. Uh, so uh, the thing is, is that uh, this thing was unkillable as well. It was like a deity of some sorts. Ah! When I find it, I'm going to obliterate it. No wonder it killed you then. No wonder it killed you if you hadn't lit up by then. This had, if this was a memory from your hun rather than from the Keter yes. of the Exaltation. So, there's also this funny time where I remember. It's it's not a uh, it's not a past life, but I think a premonition of a future life. All there was this human regime that wanted to kill everything except other humans, and they had this thing called a god emperor. It was weird. Uh, I, rem I for some reason recall having the name Golgarth or something like that. I had this giant mechanical beast of a weapon that I could barely wield. It had this roaring sound as it teeth bit into flesh. And I had something kind of like... Oh, Neverborn, here we go again with this. I've heard this story before from souls all over creation, and I'm not oh, a fan of the grim darkness of the future. Oh, don't worry, uh, uh, if I remember one. correctly, uh, we all lived, apparently, me and my compatriots that time. I was apparently the talking head. Oh god, I just re... Oh god, is Golgarth just future Lythander? Oh no. <sighs> I... Shudder to think such a thing would ever happen. But it was a fun time, I would say. Uh, we ended up in a volcano, I believe. And that, that was actually very fun. I had a, this piece of equipment that shot fire, almost like Aura's fire starter. Except it was more of a pfft instead of a bang. But yes, no, that's really about all I can remember. Except... That one time where I was a very small person in a penguin suit, who particularly took up a knife, which apparently held a great deal of evil in it that required blood sacrifices to it, and then a random person coming in and killing me once I released the evil that was within it without knowing it was evil, and uh, my compatriots at the time just let it happen and brought them to the fold. That was uh, very nice. That is quite a lot to digest. It is. Sorry, I'm going to uh, just uh, be quiet now and recount thoughts of who I have to murder. Yes, we. Oh, that brings us to our segment of the traditional uh, hit list. Does anyone have anyone that they would like to describe threats of death towards any enemy chosen or horrible warlords or evil gods or spirits that they would like to send a shout out to on their hit list? If I were to do that, we would be here forever. Well, give us the greatest hits, then. But, uh, I said Ah, the greatest hits? Well, well, funny enough, this one is a bit of a fresher wound. Hundred Venom Stinger. Don't listen to if this! If you're listening to this, I'm coming after you. I will find you, and I will show you what happens... When you decide to be an absolute coward and not fight me. When you say you're going to fight me. Wait a minute, me. didn't he have an entire jellyfish army coming for you? With him at the front? 
Oh, yes. Well, yes, see, that's the funny thing. It wasn't actually him. It was an illusion, you see. Oh, yes, no, that was the sword that we stole from you. No, that was still me on. Yes, no, that's the soul that we stole from him. That's the only stole, soul we stole. Wait a minute, isn't he a shapeshifter, Thankfully. though? Yes, we banished him to the deepest, darkest pits of... Where was it again the, that you sent them? Oh, Bible? I sent them to my boss, uh, Ligeia. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, he deserves worse than being turned into a piece of metal screaming for all eternity. Oh, yes, and more accurate to uh, our whole business and in Shampoo. Although it is quite unlikely that they are listening to this. The economy. If you're listening... We'll take action against you. We are you. going to find you. It's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when. And I will be searching every rock, every crevice, every single atom inside of every living organism inside of Shampoo, even all of creation if, it, if I have to. But I will find your roots and I will rip it out, screaming or not. I'm not sure how much of the living are listening to this. Uh, let me check the metrics. Oh, damn, more than I thought. But, eh, we can I'll co we'll consider that death threat sent. Speaking of which, you've been particularly quiet. What happened in your week? So, uh, actually, to, to go back to your previous question uh, about uh, recanting tales of deaths from previous lives... Um, there, there's a particular one that is quite embarrassing, but I, I feel it has been long enough that I shall share it. I, I forget what kind of exalt I was at the time. It, it, it's hard to say for sure, but it, I was newly, uh, newly awakened at the time and had decided to cross through the burning sands into, uh, well, into... More of this side of creation. It was on my travels with a, uh... Well, actually, no, I think I was alone, actually, but... It was in my travels through the through the various hills and mountains that... I came across an oddity. A, uh... It was a man playing chess. By himself, no less. No, no other challenger with him, just... Just a gentleman playing chess by himself. I found it quite strange, and, uh, you know, being being newly awakened and sort of reckless, I decided to, foolishly, I might add, prove my, uh, test my mettle against this uh, particular gentleman, and challenged him. And, much to my own surprise at the time, he refused my duel, my offer of combat, he just straight up refused it. So... Being the, uh, the little idiot that I was at the time, uh, I decided to try and fight him anyways. Well, you see, I don't know what kind of exalt this, uh, older gentleman was. I don't know if he was Luna, if he was Sidereal, if he was, uh, Solar, or even Infernal, but... Turns out that, uh, chess pieces are quite deadlier than oh. one might expect. Oh, uh, I found out that shogi pieces are the Similar exact same with way. Yes, but, uh... 
See, it wasn't it wasn't the first chess piece. Oh yes, Mahjong, not sure. It wasn't the first chess piece that uh, this person threw that uh, had killed me. No, it was uh, about the fifth or sixth one. Oh, so you were pretty durable. Uh, it wasn't quite that. More of a. How how do I say this? During it, it seems that in between one of the other tosses and me yelling in pain from uh, from getting hit directly in the forehead, but I believe it was the queen piece that he had threw at that time. It seemed that one of either the rook or the pawn had managed to lodge its way directly into my throat. I had choked to death on the piece. Wait a minute, you were killed by Hassan Swiftman, weren't you? I don't know nice the name of this exalt, but that is quite the possibility. Well, that was an exigent, the chosen of games, and I suppose it would make sense that they would be able to kill people with playing cards or oh, what well. have you, given the, given the focus of their patron being able to weaponize anything. Last I heard, um... Their current incarnation also died recently. I believe they were on an, not on my not on my show, perhaps in an earlier competitor before I had them killed and smelted as well. I don't think that Passant's ghost was See, in that collection, though. Perhaps you'll meet them again someday. I don't doubt it at all, but aren't those sort of exigences more in the northern eastern part of creation? Well, I believe there was a tournament some centuries back, like at the waning end of the first age, when all of these gaming types came together. You wouldn't have happened to have been in any of these tournaments previously, were you? I don't think not I e was. Not even like a but, jousting uh... or a gladiatorial match. This is completely standard board games that even a few mortals and sorcerers and what what have you came to? Lathander, Aura, were you at any of these card game or board game tournaments? Oh, as in my past life, I have been to a bunch of them, where we summoned these creatures from the cardboard to do battle for us. And we used our own life force as betting chips, essentially. Needless to say, one loss means you died. War has some random person put it. I was, um, I remember, I, I, um, I, I've always wanted to go to a, a regional or an event or something like that, but I've never really, I've never really gathered up the, the place to go. That's because, uh, product distributions was always, um, really, uh, really annoyingly bad over where I live. So, um, we never really managed to get any of, uh, of the product over here. Uh, you know, it was always stuff from five years ago. Five, you know, three if we're lucky. But uh, I have been playing a lot more now than I did when I was a kid. Uh, I've been playing uh, with programs and all that, trying to get uh, some simulations going. And it's been a lot of fun. I've been enjoying it. I've been learning. I've been getting help from people. It was good. I, I, I really enjoy the game. Uh, but no, I have not been in any of these. Sounds good, though. Sounds fun. I definitely want to go. Yes, my understanding is the magical engine they were using in order to cause those kinds of stakes with the 
decadence of the first age was shattered during the usurpation. To think of it, I may have done a little bit of tweaking myself on back and back way back at that first age as a bit of a hobby. The designs for some of the legendary car rarity cards, come to think of it. I believe I designed something called the Forbidden One that people got very mad about because of the alternate win condition, and also because I bound a behemoth from the wild into the cards itself, and it seemed like a great idea at the time. Oh, but everybody... Even splitting it up into five separate cards. Oh, everybody likes that one. Everybody likes that one. Oh, you were the... Oh, you were the maker of that one. I believe one. so, yes. I believe I've even heard of this, al although I don't particularly partake in in, uh, in so these sorts of activities myself, no, for no other reason other than I don't have the time to. But I, I've heard of such, thing, of such a thing before. I've even heard of a lot of different spin-offs and variants of, the, of it as well, so... I guess you made quite a name for yeah, yourself. Yeah, well, people in that took what I made and put their own spin on it without crediting me. Indeed. So speaking of stories from your end, uh, you are an accomplished general of some kind, and I don't think you've mentioned any kinds of campaigns. Oh boy! I mean, even even outside of this lifetime, yes, I. I've been through quite a few campaigns as well. Is there any particular? Uh, well, actually, let me let me say this first. I I I've through my lifetimes I've campaigned in all sorts of areas of creation. In fact, I think with this most recent campaign, I've hit at least one sort of campaign in each sort of in each wow, corner of creation. So I suppose, indeed, surprising to even myself, but. Let me ask, is, is there a particular area you would like to hear about? Because I'm sure I've done some sort of campaign there in well, some fashion or another. Well, my show is called Rip Ship. May as well hear about some stuff in the West over in the water section of creation. The water section. I think that you purchased the ship um, recently. Let's see. I believe you were on one when I contacted you last. I Yes? You are correct, yes. It, it was from a... Uh, Sort of a, I somewhat new uh, ally of ours who had uh, made it for us as a bit of a deal that we had made uh, earlier on. But in the waterfront, so let's see. Ah, I can I can tell you about uh, sort of the short-lived uh, campaign in uh, on the Imperial City. Ah, right in the center, then. That's. A bit locked inland, but I suppose if you have a flying vessel, you could be able to get there. Did you? Um, yes, actually. It, it was, uh, it, it was more when flying vessels were sort of, not necessarily new, but, uh, more for the, more for a custom-made sort of thing. But yes, I, I did have a flying vessel at the time that... I was only, much like the ship that we have now, actually, was only able to carry just a few of my elite squadrons. Um, well, it turns out that despite how fairly recent flying crafts were, apparently there is a law about airspace as well. Uh, yes, these air aspects have this thing where they can fly. And, uh, 
and much to my own dismay and surprise, uh, not only did the Imperial City have air aspects on hand, they also had armaments to knock things out of the sky, much like either a catapult or a trebuchet. They had, they had these sort of armaments that could actually hit moving targets in the sky. And, uh, needless to say, well, we, we had crashed almost right on the city gates, and ha we had to make a swift and bloody retreat. But we did leave a little bit of a mark on the Imperial City. Not a, not a fantastic one, but a little footnote on the city's history. That's one I'm a little proud of. Well, it will hopefully smell a lot better than the Pigsty Coup. That's our Pigsty Coup segment <sighs> for the week, by the say? way. Uh, next week, I believe we should be able to secure one of the aides of the Shogun herself. Although, speaking of campaigns and such, uh, do you have any uh, recent stories? Any particularly interesting things from this lifetime? Hmm. Let's see. I mean... I suppose... Oh, the one that comes to mind is, well, the one in Yadana when I first awakened in this lifetime. Is that something I you would be interested so. in? I suppose so. I also took down uh, some other notes from something about a ring that I was able to peer into via some secret tricks. And I have a few live comments from there. Ah. Uh, well, to, to sort of go into that, as I had said, I was newly awakened as the great infernal champion that I am now. And, uh, you see, since uh, everyone starts off somewhere when it comes to growing an army, and with myself, that is of no difference. So when you're one of the few people uh, only walking or rather running out of a church that had recently caught on fire, can, couldn't say uh, what caused it, uh, you, you tend to grow a bit of attention to yourself. And, uh, well, at first, it seems that I had grown, or er, I had gotten the attention of more roguish types. Your, your thieves, your tricksters, stuff like that. Not even awakened ones, but just standard mortals who seen a, seen a, uh, newly awakened infernal coming out of a church that tends to attract more of the rogue types and well that was my merry band of uh merry band of uh i guess well rogues for lack of a better term see we had gone over yadana uh more of the northern part of it sort of trying to gather what support we could but see there my my fellow rogues their sort of attraction was more in the monetary gain rather than what I had in mind, which was obviously more of a uh, pursuit for a new... How Actually, no. More... A, a change of order, I guess, would be the right way to say it. But, see... After a while, and after I had figured out that they weren't following me due to my ideals, but more for the gains that they thought that they would be getting, we, we had a bit of a falling out. And by falling out, I mean 
It seemed that everyone had gotten to an all-out brawl with each other, and I was left to pick up the pieces. But, to my own surprise, uh, a couple of them uh, that had survived the brawl actually did stay and seemed to have aligned thinking with myself as well. And that's how my own, uh, that's how, uh, sort of my army sort of started in Yadana. Well, that's uh, surprisingly as a happier story, unlike a lot of other past grand origin tales I used to, I, I often hear. Like, I had this one zombie fellow who recounted the story of how he woke up. This is off, off content, I believe. Uh, how he woke up and he was being... He was being assembled by some uh, some cult or such as an avatar to usher in the end of the world, but he did not want to do that, being five hmm. minutes old, give or take, and he informed them politely of how stupid their plan was, and the cult did not take well to their new messiah being largely interested in their plans of world domination and instead wanting to be a playwright, I think he mentioned. Anyway, he, beat, he ended up beating the crap out of them and is now wandering the way, so Imagine him being a, still the title of a hand of some sort. Selection hand, though. Oh, Shakespeare? No, I don't remember. It was more of a cube, from what I remember. Wrong shape. But, hmm. uh, speaking of which, we actually have... Uh, someone's coming out of your ring right now. Oh, oh, I think they... Uh... Oh, I think they, uh... Lathander, what the fuck are you doing? Boob, right? uh, it's that magistrate. Ha, huh, hello. You are Nellan's Liza, yes. I have some questions about what the oh, hell this okay. all is. Oh, no. How the... Did you I get came out here? of the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, we present you infinite guests. Wait, why are you in my ring? <laughs> ah, this is a nice... Oh, yes, uh, yes, hello, uh, welcome to my, uh, my ability, Infinite Guestworks. Welcome to Gavel's own personal hell, it seems. Hey, now you know you love me, Gavel. No, I'm not talking about you, I'm talking oh, yes, about This is that. a new segment where I'm going to have hey, a live okay. calling guest. I might have to call in the Thunder for future episodes now. No! Anyway, this is a pro, this is Rift Ships, a legitimate underworld program of Yes, yes, I've heard of such anathemic works previously of where you send in signals directly to the poor brains of people who can't help but listen and have them as captive audiences. We killed all those for a reason. Podcasts such as these are banned on the center, or works such as these are banned on the Blessed Isle. No. Anyways. I mean, it's, it's at least not going and giving propaganda. To join her. Well, thankfully, though, those missives and plays and such have ceased since the Empress up and vanished. See, so it's not all bad. It's just like, uh, what is it, uh, your parents having on Volpine <sighs> news all the time, I think? It's not that bad. I, uh, so, I believe it, that, that, that truth feels so I can't just snap your neck. Anyways, uh, this is a story segment you mentioned? Yes, yes, if you have read... Well, I do have an interesting story about the demon chicken. Oh, uh, what? A different kind of demon chicken. A literal uh, animal-breaded mouthpiece. So, 
when I first started as a magistrate, one of the very first cases I took up was investigating a series of murders on the Blessed Isle, uh, inside one of the provinces near the ruins, inside one of the less well-to-do segments of town. And I... The evidence gathered was a shattered eggshell near every single body. I decided to start tracking some of the water essence from within said the very segments of the shell, but I realized it wasn't water. It was vitriol from the underworld. Or rather, Malpheus. I keep getting them mixed up, even though yeah. I know I shouldn't. Honestly, that's a very poor mistake to make. They have separate places, and anyone who mixes them up should be swiftly disciplined. Oh, oh yes. No. But eventually I tracked the I tracked this entity down, and laying it was a chicken the size of a house. I do mean these eggs were the size of a person, by the way, and it was a particularly fearsome breed of being called a hell chicken. I forget the exact name. It's some old realm or such that I don't speak, but I managed to slay it, and through some investigation with a sorcerer acquaintance, I was able to determine that it was, in fact, a hell chicken assassin that laid its eggs, and they just exploded and killed people. So they were like bombs, well, some such, then. yeah. And the unfortunate thing about it is, I did, when I did hit the chicken enough, it let out this horrible scream, and then more chickens emerged out of nowhere. Oh, you mean yes. the cook. Oh, yes, the cook. Some manner of cuckoo, I believe it's called. Uh, that was part of the name in Old Realm. I forget the exact one, but it took a lot of effort to bring it down. I had to call in. I didn't have a heart at the time, but I did. The sorcerer was able to come and help start throwing more fire birds to kill the normal birds, and we had a nice hell chicken souffle. Anyway, is that what you wanted from this? Can I go back in now? Yeah, sure. Fine, fine. Maybe I should shut the... I did not know that this ring would actually work in my dreams. Artifacts have a funny way of uh, figuring yes, that sort of thing out. Anyone have any fun dreams? Speaking of which, we've talked about some on previous episodes with other guests. Hmm. Well, I told you about my dream. Bit of a signal error. Could you uh, say that again? Oh, I told uh, you yes, about yes. my dream. Already. The dream that's not happening. No, it's a dream of things that are Yes, but I'm going to change the future. But that's neither here nor there. Everyone else... Uh... Oh! Actual plug, uh, Bandit Plays Games has that entire campaign that I'm talking, talking about, about already there. But regardless... Now seems like a good time as any before we go into our Q&A segment to... I feel like we've gone on a lot of tangents, which is not unfamiliar for these episodes, but does anyone else have any stories before I get the um Ghost Roundup for the week? Nah. Ghost Roundup news! There's only one time you can do this, and that is Yeah, live now. from the Anvil beforehand. Speak now or forever hold your peace if there's any other funny tales you have. Yeah. I will hold my peace. I feel like I've expressed a lot of my both victories and Unfortunately, you know, as um, contrary to popular belief, um, 
Merc life is not as exciting as it may seem. It's just a lot of it's a lot of the same stuff a lot of uh, a lot of the time. Uh, Mostly paperwork. Eh. Oh, hold on a second. Ah, <laughs> ah, this is quite entertaining. We have a first ghost story for the week coming in from a manosk of some variety. Uh, one of the great houses of the center that isn't around anymore. About how they died by falling into the sky. Ah, what? yes. Uh, so it turns out that there's a ceiling. It's incredibly high up there and borders the very bottom of Yushan, but if you go high enough up, you will hit a solid surface. The Sky Dome, Fascinating. So what happens if you were to teleport above the surface? Is it just a wall that you will die from? Well, if you skip the, if you no clip past the wall, my understanding is, it... is you end up in Yushan itself. You don't go into this weird room where you just walk out. Uh, that sounds like a corner of Malpheus, although you can no clip to there as in other places of creation, is my understanding. Ah, you're describing Cast, the infinite mountain. Hmm. Ah, it's okay. a very silly place. Don't go there. The enlightenment there, it offers crap. But back to Manosk and the falling into the sky. So, the individual here actually stirs something of a memory from a prior lifetime, I recall hearing, of the closest anyone ever got to conquering the center. So, Aura, this might interest you. Or, not Aura. I, it's a bit hard to remember your current name. I apologize. I it's alright. Uh, it's it's alright, you. Yeah, it's alright. You got it right in one. No, okay, that's okay. Her, her, that uh, Gavel, I meant. The closest anyone ever got yes. to conquering the Blessed Isle. Oh boy. The main artifact of their choice was a little something called the Eye of a Toxon. I've heard uh, of such thing. While it was one of the strongest weapons ever discovered. No one knows its origin, but what it does do, it, it grants wishes. Straight up. Which is why, which is usually uh, why most people try to find it in the first place. Yes, or at least and, try to get it. Uh, from, this is one of the more well-known stories involving that fucking thing. Of Manas found it and decided, fuck it, I'm going to sit on the big chair. I wish I could be king. I wish I could be the emperor of the whole world. And he and that's how he got the closest. He of mass duplicating soldiers essentially is what that thing did for him, and empowering them to the level of essentially making them, giving all his mortal soldiers enlightenment and making them martial arts masters. So he had his army of martial arts soldiers march on the center, and he was about three days from the city before it happened because, unfortunately, the eye has a nasty habit of turning on or souring wishes, like a curl of the proverbial cursed monkey's paw, as some previous guest has described it. Yes. This is actually the second time the eye has shown up on this show, come to think of it. But regardless, uh, all of a sudden, all of, it, all of him and his army fell into the sky, and they all went splat and died. It was very anticlimactic and Swiss conquering. Hmm. That's terrifying. Do you have any... So, since it's early, do you have any breakfast I'll have some us? cooking as I start to filter in We're some in the audience dream. Uh, questions. Come to think of it. We're also in, we're also in the dream world. New, uh, nutrients, uh, 
Shouldn't be too much of an issue, Lysander. Hmm. I'll take a couple. They're, they, they're, 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 they're tiny little monsters, so they're like popcorn. I see. I was wondering, uh, do you oh, have any... Oh, one second, I have some spices for that. There you go. Do you have any... Oh, wait a second. Stop playing oh with the fabric God. of the dream like that. That's quite disconcerting. <laughs> what do you mean? Do you have any croissants? Oh, those are incredibly difficult to make. Those croissant? take like 72 hours or some such. No. They only take three hours in in my uh, ring. Plus those... I pop out a crystal. Plus apparently those are considered a delicacy in some parts of creation. Would you like a croissant? No, I do not like want a croissant. Up in uh, Passage. Croissant! Indeed. Oh, wait. You mean they pee in the fowl up there? I'd better make sure Pedro doesn't go there. Wait, da 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 you know what? I think hey. I I think I revoke my previous comment. That is not the way I want to go either. Cover, I believe it was called. I think the a giant wild monster. Oh, grass cutter! I know about that one. Ah, who are you? Hi, I'm Nui. Nice to meet you. There you are. Yeah, it was. Oh, I mean, I wait, Nui is here. Uh, I put Nui in like it here. As a... Uh, I, I... yeah, I turned. Fly, yeah. I asked her to turn into a fly in case anything bad happened. So she could be in my ear. Good, good call on that. Who the hell are you? Oh, is it, oh this is the abyssal yeah. dimension. No, well, they used to be one, something apparently. like that. Yes, that is how it works. I believe. Or Gavel, do you have do you have those monstrances that they use for us? I don't it's a little think jar I do. That's the, um, At least Death Lords made in order to, uh, can. Can convert the old solar essences into the death essences that we use as our power source. Oh yes. See, I, my my boss had offered me one at some point in time, but I quite politely refused. I would prefer something like that not to shatter. Speaking under of which, my I watch. do remember there was a story. Speaking back with the uh, first of Forsaken Lion about him dropping a monstrance on the ground and the shard dramatically flying away. He posted he posted a notice in huh. some such in town and back when speaking with uh, Red Iron Rebuke, he recounted the story of him dropping his monsters on the ground and he was so fucking mad. Isn't that just an energy drink? Uh no, like the cocoa beans or no no, coffee is what it's called. Yes, like cocaine. No, I'm talking about cocaine. You know, it's the when you use the cocaine. Now, do you mean normal cocaine or celestial cocaine? That's a very different thing. There's a huge uh, difference. You know, those uh, they come from those beasts. Ah, yes, like the beasts of resplendent liquids. 
Oh, yeah, okay, sorry, Nui here again. Uh, yeah, there yes. are dinosaurs that eat Poppy and his heroin. Is that what you mean? What? Yo. Okay, I'm the Where local- at? I'm the local animal I, master, I pull so out I'm my, uh... predisposed to speak about this. So, one time I had a heist with one of these things, stealing be- one back from the guild and giving it to the people. Uh, Aura, this is shortly before we met mm. in this life. So you went and gave the... So you found and gave people... Oh, no, we got it back in order to have it refine medical herbs into uh, medicine. Ah, so... No, this was piss morphine. Got it. Yes, and I think it was called penicillin or some such, but... Oh, penicillin. I'm going Something to like that. Yeah, but the point this. is that there was a big, exciting <laughs> heist where we stole this beast of resplendent liquids, I think it's referred to as, from the guild. He sent this very angry exigent out after us, and I chopped off his head with my spear. It was very difficult to do because he was immune to being stabbed, but oh. not immune to being sliced. Some kind of exigent of swords, of sold swords. It was one of those... Very few exigents that they actually have more than one of. My understanding is they actually did divide them into casts. And this was a exigent of stabbing, hence being immune to being stabbed. But slicing proved well enough good, and I was able to, after many, many, many cuts, when he was on horseback, but I turned into a giant scythe-bladed thing that, unfortunately, I'm not able to do that anymore. I needing to sacrifice that shape to avoid being murdered by the person who took my arms. If you can see now, they're almost done regrowing. Almost. Should be fine in a few more nights. But the point is, is that I made off with the beast. Unfortunately, I'm not able to take that thing's shape because it's magical in nature. And that's not something Luna lets us do, sadly. But the point is, is now that we've given the pissed dinosaur harrowing creature back to the people, Fascinating. But I suppose you did do some good in the world, so good I on you, anyway. I actually have some of the penicillin here as a sample if you are still injured. Oh! Oh! Lathander, you appear to... Oh, yes, I was going to mention, those wounds seem pretty nasty. Of... Is that... Oh, my god, that's the silent wind scars. That's... Those are not going to heal on their own. Yes, between... Uh, oh, yes. Yes, what? according to medical records, I recall back from fir- my first AIDS lifetime, uh, magically aggravated injuries do not heal on their own. You're going to need some kind of divine medicine treatment. Oh, oh mean I mean like you're revenge. going to need medical essence shoved into those wounds. You mean like revenge? I would like to make a suggestion. Roll. Voice. <laughs> We're not using dice in this session. That also work for next time. Oh no! <laughs> I don't know. That was an odd voice from the wild. Anyways, uh, now seems about as good a time as any to go into our question segments. After a quick word from our sponsor, <gasps> we have you. Do. You have sponsors. Those would be the sponsors do. inside do. of the uh, soul steel I'm smelting as this episode's going on. Oh, oh see. Yeah, sponsors, and they're literally distributing this episode. Come on down to Soul. 
Oh, uh, question. When will you get rid of those soul steel? When will, when will you stop doing soul steel? Oh, you don't need to worry about it. These are some more slavers I found and are punishing them for their sins. No. Yes, but what about those that weren't? Oh, I make sure that all my soul steel is ethically sourced from only the worst people. Okay, I'm now liking you a little bit more. I wish I could say the same. Yes, I have all... I think they... The ma- I, I believe that this uh, amulet I used to call the Hell Rain is... The, the uh, Rain of Doom, I believe the official name is, is sourced from all sorts of imperialists. About um, a previous lifetime bound some souls in from what would now become Prasad, I believe. Uh, anyone have any interesting stories from the Prasadi before see. we, as I queue up these questions and open my uh, tablet with the information on it? Ask me again in a few months, and I may have something for you. Oh no, don't tell me this is going to become a Perhaps monthly thing. I, cer I certainly hope not. Uh, ah, yes, we have... So, as a quick explanation from all the people in, uh, Nue has gone back inside your ear again. Perhaps she's just gotten bored. Does she have an attention span like that always? Uh, Nue just seems to have gone back inside your ah, ear again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that happens sometimes. She's not good with she's not good in these situations. Uh, she's a recluse. She's a recluse after all. Uh, so it's typically yeah. Some people can only be in. Social situations for so long. Yeah, it's a good. It's you know. I don't know if it was a good idea. I, I'll just. It just it's good. It's better to just leave her be. Um. Yeah, I I think perhaps I may have activated her special interest earlier with mentioning the um the. Shall we get to the? Should we get to the questions? I believe so. Yes. Um. Wait, what the fuck? The first question is from the Mask of Winters. Okay. Didn't okay, you say you oh, no. no, that's one of the Death Lords. That's our patrons uh -huh. in the underworld. Hey. They're insanely powerful ghosts. And when I say insanely powerful, they're perhaps might as mighty as some of the mightiest demons oh, in all the of Death hell. Lords. Hey, as in, okay. I, I always find that funny how mortal souls can easily overpower and outshine those that were born in hell born there. It's very messed up if you think about it, that those who are born there are less evil than those who, who I'm gonna aren't. spill a bit of a trade And yet we say that... I'm gonna spill a bit of a trade secret, oh, yeah. is that the Death Lords, to my understanding, are ghosts of exalts from the first age. I'm sure Indeed. that's something that's crossed the mind already. I believe a Fallen Star was some form of sidereal in life, but I'm not sure what Mask of Winter's deal was, but the point is, is that he has apparently written a question. He even remembers the incident that led to me getting banned from Thorns. Perhaps he's in one of his mood swings again. That occasionally happens. Well, per hmm. well perhaps you've just reminded well, let me read him. What he wrote. I have misplaced my cat. Please help me find it. Enclosed with this sorcerer's message, a spectral image of my cat. Please let me know if you have seen him. I miss him very much. And, <laughs> and if you will check, um, this is an image of his cat. That's mm. oh, a cat, clearly. What the fuck is that? No, it says right there. No, it that says is right not there. a cat. Well, look, well, 
That's a skeleton. Well, look, listen. If we, if we ever find, we'll keep an eye out. Cat. If we ever find a, a cat with a, that looks like that, that's a cute cat, by the way. If we ever find a cat that looks like that, what do you mean? That's a cute. Look cat. at him. Can't you tell? Oh, that's Juggernaut. I recognize that now. That's the behemoth he used to sack thorns. Ah. Oh, fuck me. How do you misplay? Wait a second. Uh, question. Out of character here. Is that the thing that I put in my ring? No. Oh, no. God. Get back into character. Back into character now. Let's try not to break that. Uh. No, I that that was my only like that was a real question because I didn't know if the, if he was calling a war strider a juggernaut class. How thing. do no. how do you misplay something like that? Anyway, <clears throat> I mean, there's an entire ocean. That is quite I, curious. Yeah. If I were him, yeah, that was def definitely. That would definitely. Ask, uh, hundred venom stinger where it's at. I would not ask Hundred Venom yeah, no, Stinger. I would where definitely ask him that. And if he doesn't know, yeah, well, I, de I definitely look in the ocean. The ocean is definitely a place that would be cool uh, to look at. Or maybe the desert. Maybe it got uh, a little too wet. Also, sorcerers are really. A, uh, if a sorcerer stole it, uh, you might want to look into uh, impossibly small spaces. Uh, because sorcerers are little assholes and they love. Making weird, ironic uh, hiding spots for things. So, uh, if you if you think, hmm, where did my giant thing go? Uh, probably look like look somewhere small. Look somewhere small. A sorcerer probably shrunk it down and put it there as a joke. You know, like a funny tee hee. Much, much to your name. Mask of Winters. I would try Ascension up in the north now, and then go the from there. Mask of Winters has this reputation of being a master manipulator, and I don't know how much of this is true. This could be he still has it and is threatening us. That doesn't make... That would Perhaps not surprise me. Perhaps he this image as an excuse to send us his horrifying monster. Maybe. Aww. Imagine Nonetheless, being a monster. so... I hope I you find it. Anyways, next question comes to us from a concerned Iskome citizen. <clears throat> Hello, wandering heroes. You may have described it for the wrong missive system. We are not heroes here, or at least I'm not. Hey, well, you see, uh, we're vagabonds. There's a difference, but very, very slim. Uh, perhaps, yeah. I pray what that this you want to destroy. The establishment, thus making you a vagabond in the eyes of the establishment. I pray that this message reaches you safely. We are experiencing great hardship due to how out of control our leadership is. Over the past few generations, it has been getting much warmer up north due to geomancy projects. Solely to produce this health product called corn. The sorcerers insist that it is a superfood that can be used for basically anything, but it has been spreading wildly. You could visibly watch the corn grow. Worse still, I am convinced it is doing something bad to the soil. Other crops are not growing. In their attempts to make the corn grow, I fear that they are also depleting the geomantic workings that protects us from colder winters this far north. What can we do to stop the corn before it kills us all? Uh, eat it. Actually, no. From Easy. what I've understood, that burn when it. you burn the corn, they pop. 
and then you get flooded with little weird, like, bursts of weird... I don't even no, know that... what it is. Like, the insides no, implode. Have you ever has... seen a sea slug blow but up it... and still exist? Yes. Yes, no, They. it still exists. Yes. Uh... No, I was just uh, trying to say that what, when I or, when I, I think that when they, when they when they uh, they say that how they stop the corn, I think they're they're talking in a uh, uh, a figurative sort of sense, in which they are being flooded. Uh, you know, their their um, their agriculture is being flooded by easily easy to grow uh, crops uh, by people who are uh, by the greedy few who want to uh, you know exploit their land for money. Uh, this sounds like a good, like a time for a good old violent revolution to me. At least that's what I, that's what I would do. But uh, oh, sorry, what was and that? that's why. Oh, I was well, just gonna say, and that's why you oh, should it's burn corn. it. The corn's not evil. It's just that the people. It's if it's far up north, the cold essence there might make fire. Yeah, and I was, I was just thinking. It's corn. I was just thinking. It's big. I was just thinking shit. the corn's it's not. The you know, the corn's probably not the problem. It's probably just. You know, dealing with the people planting too much corn, and then you know, separate the corn. Uh, don't plant as much corn. Get some of some more difficult in there. But at first, you gotta deal with like whoever's whoever is exploiting the land first, and then deal with it. Well, well, you also have to remove almost all. You have to pick the corn fast. You need to tear it by the root. But can they pick it faster than it grows? Because it sounds like this is supernatural corn, even worse than normal corn. Well, even if you can't, well, that depends on that depends on a lot of. That factors. is true. It depends on a lot of factors. Mm. So burn the corn is what you're going with, then, wow. not any kind of pesticide. I'm going with. I'm going with either burn the corn or, alternatively, find where the source of the corn is coming from, or, or find the beans corn that and love corn. Them. And have and stick them there so that they eat the corn and at the same pace as the corn grows, leaving you with a decent amount of corn left for you to pick and that use. That doesn't if that is what that, you desire. That's, that's wildly while also introducing a new species to which then you can have as a meat substance as well. That's a wildly irresponsible idea. That doesn't work. That's never worked. Uh, I've, it, all that does is introduce uh, is introduce a new species and destabilize an ecosystem. Uh, that's happened but you see, millions you of times. You see, but here's the thing, though. You're that other creature's predator as well. No, but you don't understand. Meaning that you are controlling the population. No, you don't understand. We are not. You can't control the population. That's the pro. That's the problem. You you've introduced a new species that wasn't there before, an invasive species, if you will. You've given them. Uh, uh, you've given them an ecosystem where they are largely unchallenged. Uh, you've given them food and, uh, and enough space to uh, reproduce uh, indefinitely, uh, and now you have more problem than what you started with. This is what happens you every time. If. This is what happens every time someone tries to do one of these things. You, they, they, they see they have a problem with rats, so they introduce the cats, and then the cats become a bigger problem than the rats ever were. So now you have to figure out. Well, that's a way because to cats them. don't actually eat rats; they play with them. Yeah, no, they. That's the misunderstanding there. Well, exactly. It, it only doesn't work because what the corn is a vegetable. Well, yeah, but that's not that, that's the problem. What what can you how can you guarantee that um, that the 
Wait, is corn a vegetable? I thought it was a fruit. Regardless. It might be. I don't know. Regardless, if you introduce if you introduce a new species into the Consider environment, all growing. you're going to do is destabilize it and ruin the and ruin you know whatever uh, harmony was still there. Uh, main main thing that I recommend is to find is to try to find a more um, is to use a scalpel instead of a hammer in this situation. You got to find got to find out how what's making the crop go, the the crop overgrow. Uh, take it out, possibly inside the earth, uh, inside the earth, somewhere where the you know might be some kind of uh, hex sealed core inside uh, inside the earth. That's typically where they grab uh, all the nutrients. So you know, try digging, try finding something, uh, and then hey, who knows? By the end, you might still have a couple corn left over, uh, and uh, that'll be good. The next question comes to us from the Bull of the North. Wait, that famous solar warlord up north? That Bull of the North? Even... Yeah, I know that guy. I believe it's the same, Greetings. yes. Recent... I've heard of them. Recently before. I have secured numerous key military victories and I've routed the realm's attempts to subjugate my people to keep our independence. However, my growing new empire has a lot of mouths to feed and not everyone has mastered the Icewalker intensive diet. We are not short on space for farmland or fishing, but little food grows this far up north, and I fear that people... So go to the place that has the corn. As fellow chosen, as fellow chosen, do you have any advice on improving crop yields or attaining alternate food sources? Preferably those that won't involve turning our lands into corn hell like those jackasses... Go to East Kobe and eat their corn. (laughs) There's your solution. Okay, alternative... As as a fellow See, general, or you said what I said army. wouldn't work, but um, here we go. I just made it work. What I would do, at least in my own situation, is uh, well, you you know the term merchants like to use. You spend money to make money. Are you speaking cannibalism? Well, no, not quite. No, as. <laughs> As, as ironic as this is coming from me, why not partition a deity of some kind to, uh, to help yield crops? Give them some food in return for more food to grow. Supply and demand, as it were. My understanding is that the Bull of the North is a solo of some variety, and they are rather infamous among, de- among deities for being able to slap the shit out of them. I believe I... Oh, yeah, we actually have a portrait of the Bull of the North someone commissioned some time ago. Here he is. Oh. Oh, I see. Yes, okay. That that is a much clearer picture. Um, Well, in that case, uh, well, if the gods aren't working for you, there are other things down below that might be able to help you just as well. Uh, Although, uh, considering you are a solar... Speaking as the underworld representative... Not much of the food here is particularly suited for those with a living. Damn. I thought you you were the ones who produce, produced this corn. No, no, that's maize. That's different. Not. I mean, is it? Not, yeah, not quite. Uh, maize, well, corn, they're both amazing. Let's not relitigate the is corn grass argument. You will not hear that, but it lasted for about six hours. I'd rather not go there again. 
That is rather impressive, but nonetheless. No, in that case, I would say, hmm. Well, see, this is a tricky one, then. Well, have you ever thought of making a trade route to any of the, uh, to any sort of nearby villages or towns? Who knows, maybe you could get some, uh, agricultural tips. I studied a bit of agriculture during my time in the, uh, before Awakening, so I, I know at least a thing or two about crop yielding and the sort. Wait a minute. Speaking of which, Aura, don't you have any kind of, uh, perhaps you could set up some kind of trade route with this man? Although he is basically a whole world away, so good luck. Alright, let me see. Uh, so what did you say he, uh, where did you say this guy was living? Alright, I, I think... Which would be about a year's travel away. Okay, that might nah, be... That, don't worry, I, I have something. I think I might have something. For up to the north, it's really important to get these trade routes set up because the people there live largely isolated. It's a very, they're very cold places. So typically, what you want to do is get like, is get some some somewhere set up underground where the snow can't reach. Uh, I was working a couple of years. This was back when I started uh, on the merch trade. Uh, we were building something under the, excuse me, uh, still sick, but uh, we were building something under the, under the roots, uh, underneath the snow and all that. Found some nice little uh, rock caverns. We decided to dig up these little tunnels, and I, and I was trying to pay for it for a little bit. Uh, construction, I don't know if it's finished yet, probably not, but... Uh, those are some trade routes getting set up that should be big enough right now for, you know, merchants to travel through. Uh, between, I believe, that and... Had to sneeze, excuse me. <clears throat> some cities of the uh, closer to the Middle East. Man, Mion's essence is really doing a number <laughs> yes. on you. But yeah... I thought essences would fade once they're damned, but don't worry about it. But anyway, yeah, some uh, some routes by close by the uh, northeast. <laughs> I set those up. Excuse me. Bless. I try to mute myself there, but it didn't work. Bless you. Uh, yes. Unfortunately, the sorceress uh, dream messages can take a bit of a handle to get on how to anyway, work the yeah. program. There are some trade routes underground. Uh, I can get those set up and uh, talk to my representative by the north. But yeah, that's something. Speaking of represent representation and business, this next question actually came into you live. <clears throat> Fools! Roxy, Queen of Fangs, demands tribute in the form of Jade! The one known as Aura owes to Queen of Fangs 5,000 talents! For opening one of their wretched restaurants in the Thousand Things Total Control. Yup, bitch! That was read hmm. as written, with capitals and all. Aura, your retort. Did they try to double down? I guess there is a message of a double down sandwich attached to this. It appears to be 
on an altar in flames with an army of ape men all flipping it off. Wow. How dare. Uh. Wait a minute. Oh, the ape men. This is Roxy, the queen of fangs. Uh, one of the most infamous lunar warlords in all the world. Mm. Oh, thank the lord it wasn't that child huh. that we murdered the, the shark. Arguably the most famous sorcerer mm. ever. Do I know them? Yes, you probably should. You're a moonoid. You should know the other moons. Did you just call me a moonoid? I, I did, yes. Wow. I don't actually, rem- I don't actually remember being there for the... Uh, for the opening of that one. That must have been one of the subsidiaries. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. If, I didn't know it didn't get, uh, it, it didn't get on-site approval. Would have liked to. I don't know if you actually owe her money. She might just be trying to it's true. you. It's uh, we'll, true. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it when it gets to it. Uh, if any vandalism occurs, you know I've got I've got some people there. I know that that place is a, I know that place is a little bit dangerous, but I've got I got some some countermeasures set up. I, I managed to get some uh, uh, some fin- uh, some uh, you know free agents set up there myself. Get some uh, I believe a sword master of the uh, of the east also was an interesting find. He wanted to get some some work guarding something somewhere he didn't have to move. Uh, suppose you have to make rent somewhere yeah. or another. Yeah, so I basically sent him up there. Good guy. I actually have never been to one of these restaurants. What is it like? Well, <clears throat> it's nice. Uh, it's more... It's very... It cozy is what I like to to call it. Um, there's not too much space. Try to keep things a lot more homey, feeling. Uh, try to set up places where there's a lot of movement. Very, uh, you know, uh, a lot of the cooking is inspired by uh, cooking from my home, from uh, you know, home places that I went to. So lots, so a lot of spice, so a lot of spices, a lot of, you know, uh, not necessarily grease. I try to keep things savory, but yeah, typically uh, it, it's a lot of um, very un untapped uh, savory spice, working with. Uh, you know, very traditionalist cooking. So yeah, we 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 we've been trying to get a bit more, uh, uh, some more new stuff too, because we like we like introducing little differences between the territories, because uh, those people are obviously used to food that tastes different no matter where you go. So we try to account for that, give something unique everywhere, and that ended up uh, that ended up being part of the draw, and that you can go somewhere. You can go somewhere different and always get something new. It does sound like a very promising hope for a restaurant chain. I hope you're able to get her her money. That's not going to happen. Or get out of whatever she's trying to extort from you. 
That's okay, Hank. Uh, next Hank on the question her. is... Uh, next on the field is a question from uh, Mahasuchi, another famous Lunar Warlord. You seem to have oh, a handle on this missive system. It's getting past all my wards that work for blocking infallible messenger. Do you have oh, any ideas on how me. to... Do you have any ideas on how to stop Roxy from drunk calling me in the middle of the night? Well, there's a few things you could do, but I don't think you want um... them. There's all. I also can think of a few things, but they might land you, at the worst, in a mortal prison, or at best, in a mortal prison. At well, worst, well, Mahasuchi's also another lunar warlord, and I've actually had a few souls pass by here who died in the midst of a war between the two of them. You could just marry her. I see. I guess marriage is a good way to pass a. Uh, uh, I actually believe that I believe a marriage back then was proposed, and that is how someone died via him beheading them on the spot. Oh, uh, good thing he doesn't know where I'm at. That That's one hell of an engagement. No, no, no. He beheaded the person who proposed that they wed in order to resolve their feud. Oh, I see. Eh, perhaps to some Yozi that could be considered some type of engagement. Yeah, well, they would be able to survive it, whereas people can't. Indeed. Well, there's that. That's um, the only thing. But as I to answer your question, to destroy her, but I mean, I don't think you could do that because you're already in a war. But uh, but uh, to answer your question, Mahasuchi, um, I would say this. Well, let's see. Actually, yes. I would say, do you know any sort of either, I guess, meditations or any sort of techniques that sort of block your senses when you're trying to sleep? Because if you don't, I would highly recommend trying to do something like that. In fact, I kind of wish I had something like that right now. Well... But, you know, I've heard I've heard such techniques do exist. Well, best of luck in get. I think he has this cabal of three sorcerer mothers or something that he has his poly, poly thing going with. Hopefully they can get something set up. That should be... I'm sure it will be quite easy to figure out a solution from there, then. Next up is a question from outside of our usual network from some mortals. A northeastmost citizen is what they put their answer as. Oh, get out. That is the that is the answer. My family's lived for decades at the edge of creation, and we've never given the fair folk an inch. But I confess, I'm at the end of my tether. How do I stop these goddamn rocks tipping over my trash cans? I can't even kill them because my children think they're cute when they play dead and carry their babies on their backs. Must my backyard be at the mercy of their inchoate whimsy? So you're, so what you're saying is that you don't like opossums. They sound more like raccoons to me, to be honest. Well, opossums. That's what I. That's uh, the you vibe. See, uh, I was you don't. You do yes. nothing. You feed them and you give them love. That is. You do not. You will do neither. Yes, such exactly. Thing. That's what only they deserve to be them. They're very depressed creatures. No, they should not. Then, um... I understand mm, the... I, I'm going to... 
I shall hold my tongue on my the understanding I was is just that Fairfolk have this allergy to cold iron, so you're gonna want to get some iron, perhaps from a trade network, and use that to repel them. Either set up a fence of some kind, or just fucking stab them. Don't you dare! You could also make a trap, sort of like a mini. They're used for bears, I understand. A bear trap. But don't you need some kind of Indeed. bait for that? Well, they seem to these rac raccoons. No, the raccoons are fair folk. They just uh, act like the... oh, they just act like raccoons. Oh, okay, okay. They're actual fair yes, folk. Then, I thought we were talking in that about case... the real raccoon here. Never mind then. They no, 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 no. My my own mistake as well on that part. But I would say, well, see what the fair folk are doing exactly. See what their patterns are. See what. They go for specifically when terrorizing your territory. And from there, I would set up the appropriate bait, whether that would be food or some sort of nourishment or, I mean, hey, even. Some oh, wait sort a minute. They enclose an image of, of what the fair folk are doing. Lure actually. them in. <laughs> I see. Well, quite interesting. I didn't know fair folk were capable of such trickery. Um, in that case, well, have you ever? I, I would, I would ask this to this northeasternmost person: Have you ever seen a circus before? And if not, well, then allow me to sort of enlighten you a little bit. So, with with circuses, they usually have all sorts of acrobatics and uh performance people, doing a variety of tricks and techniques to sort of catch the eye, and this fair fo uh, these fair folks, from what you've described and from what I am being shown here, well, there's an easy solution for that. You set up a dangerous obstacle course for them, to which they have no hope of actually succeeding. Will it take a bit of, uh, engineering, mayhaps? Yes, but that seems like the most, A, entertaining a solution for you, but also be the most, uh, well, the most, uh, efficient solution. Uh, yes, the Dread Sorcerer well. Rube Goldberg. Oh, no. The I heard their machines are Indeed. terrible. Quite. The next question... Oh, um, Aura, do you have any comment? They are busy convalescing right now. The poison must have gotten to them again. The poison's been poisoned. Yes. Uh, next up question comes to us from Hundred Headed Wolf Spider Obra Dia Harkonnen. Hmm. A lunar oh, exalt. Um, don't they don't say where? What's what your dream that? bounty that'll be placed on your head? As in the amount, I presume. Amount, currency, barter system payments. Um. Okay. Well. I can actually think of one myself. I would say if if the gods collectively decided to put a bounty on my head, I would hope it would be for uh, how many, let's see. I would I would hope that whoever would be the one that actually kills me, the the gods again collectively would grant that person Seven wishes. No, thirteen wishes. In a monkey's paw style fashion, I'm guessing. 
No. Hey. No, they would have to be true to the oh wish. My, you put a really large bounty on your head of literally a thousand wishes. Real wishes, too, not again, bullshit again, wishes. The, the yes. person... It's impressive. Yes, again, the person... The person did say what our dream bounty would be. Well, if someone were to actually kill me, then I would wi then I would hope that that so person wait a second. gets exactly so that. With those seven wishes, they deserve it after your all. Bounty. So, what, so hear me out here. There's a loophole to that. <laughs> yes. So if I were to kill you, then mm -hmm. use the wish to bring you back exactly as you were, minus the bounty. I still have six more wishes, or twelve more wishes. Your... No, no, no. The wishes is for the person Indeed. who killed Gavel as a reward for killing them. Exactly. But if you wish Gavel back Ye with those wishes... Couldn't that technically void well, the I agreement, still then? True, but I'm the bounty was for your death, anymore. and you were dead. <sighs> Possibly, but I suppose that's up for the gods to sort out for themselves. Again, it would have to be collectively uh, agreed upon which knowing those assholes they're not going to collectively agree on shit Lythander what would be your dream, dream bounty, bounty then it would be no bounty fine let me rephrase that Coward. my dream bounty would be a single seed that seed would grow Yggdrasil isn't that only in the in those stories yes, from the Wasteland yeah, Tundra? I a, want the, the tree, tree that I want the tree that holds the world as my as my bounty for those who have killed me to have a new world thrust upon them. This is why I'm building my world from the ground up, so they don't have to deal with any of the problems that come with inheriting a world out of nowhere. I mean. They don't inherit the world out of nowhere. It is a brand new world. It just sprouts from the old one, which I could go on and on about uh, the the seemingly similarities between both of your ideas of a new world, but I digress. Aura, do you have a dream powers. bounty? Well, um, what do you say, when you say dream bounty, what do, you, what do you mean you say? As in, if a bounty were to be Put on your head. What would the, what hmm. would your dream bounty be? Great question. Hmm. Well, I guess something. I guess something high, probably. Maybe for something seemingly inconsequential. Uh, I don't know. I, I just wish. Uh, I, I I think uh, if it were, I would probably want to get a bounty from uh, one of the cities to the west. You know the ones? You get um, Describe them for me. I forget how they look. Uh, city archipelagos. There's a few free-floating cities on logs, is my understanding. Yes. Like, massive floating Yes, they have a lot of cool casinos there. I, I, those places can get really glamorous from what they can accomplish. Maybe I'd like to, to get a cool... I think Plentamon, the god of gambling ones, run out yeah. of there. I wanna, I, I'd want to get get a bounty from there. Alright, next up, let me just reopen my tablet again. Uh, comes to us from... Going to the answers. Ah, yes. Ah, oh, one of my colleagues. Uh, the Illuminable Magistrate of Tears. Mm. 
one of the other abyssals. I believe they are from uh-huh. further east. I actually have two unrelated questions. First, who have you killed recently, and how confident are you that they deserved it? Oh, Second, that's actually... how vulnerable are you to attack by immaterial spirits? Oh, that is actually very funny, because the last person we killed... Wait, who was that? We can't actually remember them, because they're sidereal. Meon. Oh, yes. I don't think their memory curse applies after you kill them. The dead can't be affected Mm. by that. Yes. Yes, so uh, that should answer your question of how are two mental attacks, you said? But yes, Yes. Meon, and did they deserve it? Oh, yes. Yes, he deserved it. They deserved it more than anyone. Mm. But what was the second question? Uh, how vulnerable are you to attacks by immaterial spirits? Why don't you come out in here and find out? Very, very Immat- immaterial spirits. Eh, I wouldn't say I'm quite vulnerable. Or yes, I I am not vulnerable to immaterial spirits. I would say. Ah, uh, yes, you have the thing where you could punch uh, spirits. I understand. Yes, and can make them dead dead. Not just dead and then cycle back. No, uh, permanent. Feed them right down the oblivion toilet. Got it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, Indeed. I am very glad we don't have any uh, toiletry-related stories as are too common on this program. Thank goodness. It could get tiring here. I got the pig snake poop and the shogun literally choking to death on feces over and over. I don't blame you there. Alright, if that's everything, let's move on to a question from Manemon Getro, a uh, endings cast scenario. What is the Uh. silliest, most menial, childish, or stupid thing you have summoned a demon, elemental, or ghost for? Wait, what was the question again? Uh, What's the dumbest thing or silliest thing you've ever summoned a demon or ghost for? To get book? me a book. A special book? A book. Not even a special book, no. It was a uh it was a history book on uh it was uh what's it? It was about a history book of the inland sea. That was it. But what kind of demon was it? Was there Uh it was a it was a small, almost insect like demon. Uh no larger than I would say, probably, actually, you know those very small dogs that people carry the around Chihuahua, sometimes? It was about called. the size of that. A Chihuahua or a Shizu, but yes. And was the book bigger than it is? Did you force it to carry it to you? Well, no, it was, yeah, what's it? Actually, the uh, the demon was about twice the size of, of the book, actually. Did the demon give you shit or anything for just summoning it for something so simple? It did originally, but uh, turns out that even sometimes demons like uh, have some animalistic tendencies in the fact that they enjoy physical affection, such as scratches behind yeah, the ears. Yeah, I hear that some demons just break down crying out of gratitude if you give them a hug. Malpheus does yes. not treat them so, right. Uh, no, no, they do not. Uh, but yes, so originally the demon did give me a bit of a, bit of a, uh, 
uh, hassle with that, but after after a few scratches behind the ears, everything was uh, done and done. Also, turns out the history of the Inland Sea is not as long as I originally thought. As to be expected. It's a little hard to keep track of things when all the paper keeps getting wet. Indeed. Lathander, you're also a fellow necromancer. Have you ever any funny ghost summoning stories? Not really. Aura, I don't know. I don't think you're a sorcerer over here on your end, but do you have any perhaps particularly interesting dealings with spirits? Well, um... No, not really. Uh, I haven't really dealt with spirits in uh, in any way that uh, I wouldn't call um, uh, diplomatic or aggressive. But I've always had like a an interpreted for the uh, an interpreter for the former, and the latter. Well, it it doesn't take too long. Uh, well, it happens. There are stories that happen. And recently in my history with uh, summoning ghosts for dates. Unfortunately, my love life has not been doing very well as of past several moons, primarily because of the whole social trafficking ring that someone was running. They were being less discerning with spirits that they put in, and now they're part of some Gundams. Maybe you should stop. Gundam? But I was able to secure... One eligible bachelor from further east. I don't think he had a particular name. He was in between them at the moment. But we had a nice time. And he was a bit flummoxed that I summoned him just for a dinner and a show. But it went fairly well. And I'm not comfortable detailing what happened between this podcast. But it was quite interesting. And we had a good time. Everyone needs some practice now and again, especially in the romantic mm-hmm. fields. Next question is from Lord Entropy. <laughs> what a name. I'm not reading that out loud. Um, oh, mm-hmm. Yep, he laced sorceress messages with that that is causing my entire face to explode. Hmm, that's quite painful. Excuse me a moment. That's to be expected from a name like that. I wonder if they're an infernal cast as well. So hard to tell, but... I'm not reading that question out loud. Ow. Anyways. <sighs> I am... One moment. Uh, a question from uh, C. Paleps, a solar. So, I'm a dynast who turned 18 without exulting. Everyone gave up on me being the son of a dragon. My dad doesn't even make me do drills anymore. Uh... Scrolling past just a little. Now there are a new solar on the aisles, and there's a wild hunt coming for them. They want advice on what to do with that, but they don't want to leave all their friends behind. Are you? A- is this person asking us what to do about this well, new solar? Well, they are the new solar, and or about an escape route because the, oh. the immaculate faith has the whole thing about solars being demons and looters too. Right. I suppose I'm a bit confused on what the actual question is. I think they want an escape is, route, or or advice on what to do, oh, given not getting over getting exposed and getting a wild hunt sent after them, and trying to square the circle of having dragon blood friends. I see. Um. 
Well, hmm, that does make things quite tricky. Well, I would say this. You could probably go to the northeast, just like our previous, uh, previous question sender. Maybe go join them in the northeastern parts Safety of uh, creation. Yeah, no wild hunt. No wild hunt can be sent to you that far out. I mean, physically, it could be sent out for you, but whether those idiots would try to actually go for you or not is a. Uh, you know, the possibility. We actually have a solar on us with the call right now. Or, uh, uh, how did you survive early wild hunts or stuff when you first lit up? Still convalescing due to the poison. Lathander, do you have any wild hunt experience? Not at all. I apologize. That just means you were good at hiding and being subtle. Uh, Gavel, do you have any experience with priests? <laughs> Many. But are you talking about any sort of situation uh, in particular? Hunters, yeah, sent after you. Yes, the demon hunters. They were an interesting bunch. See, uh... The best thing about demon hunters sometimes is that... They, although they know of a name to hunt for, not all of them know a face to go after. So when you have one of your own... Wanna, uh, one of your own uh, army participants pretend to be you for a little bit, covered in armor, and have a slightly similar voice, it's quite easy to trick demon hunters into gathering into one area for a surprise attack and slay them all in one fell swoop. Did your impersonator get out okay? Yes, they were untouched. I guess you gave goodness. them the good armor then. That's, uh, I tried something similar once, but uh, let's just say I were thankful they were already dead. It took them a whole year and a day to come back from all the stab wounds. I see. Anyways. Oh, and also, also it's good to have backup as well. Just in case something terrible goes. Uh, or know, are you done convalescing? Yeah. I think we right, could wrap um, this up in about a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted uh, one last a answer from one solar to another trips about avoiding the wild hunt. Oh, well, yeah. For this yeah, last Nui, question. Uh, Nui's got a bit, is a bit better at uh, answering questions about wild hunt and all that than I am, personally. I'm, I've always been more of a people person. Um, uh, typically, though, uh, animals have a way of you know, uh, getting in, getting into uh, civilization more often than not. You know, they they come in all shapes and sizes, and it's hard to account for them all. Typically, if you build high, they uh, they'll probably have a hard harder time getting in. Uh, but at that point, you know, you're trading one thing for another. It's important to know who you're uh, who you're worried about the most. Uh, that. Uh, I guess my best tip is to know what you're trying to avoid, and uh, you know, stick to a method. Don't don't try anything fancy. Just you know, keep keep to the old reliable methods. They're talking about dragon-blooded demon hunters, not the raccoons. Oh, again. okay. Um, keep a variety of weapon types in hand. 
because they have elemental resistances and a lot of times you uh you know you need to account for them all so you know personally i i employed some of these tactics back in the turn back at the tournament it was a very difficult opponent they could resist my fire attacks but i managed to get uh to employ some uh some water elemental uh techniques borrowed in uh from somebody but yeah yeah, that's the best tip I can give you. It's just, you know, work. try to work around their resistances. No, uh, you know, get a good variety of elemental uh, attributes settled in. Uh, I think, uh, depending on what uh, dragon they are, you know, you, you want to vary up your approach depending on what they do. So uh, for wind elementals, you want to get them close. Uh, for earth elementals, you want to stay far and, like, pester them with... Uh, uh, with uh, with uh, environmental hazards, fire. Of course, you have you you have to keep them away in general. Try to keep trying to keep them down. Apply pressure. Yeah, it's all it's all about knowing your enemy in a lot of those, those cases. Speaking about questions, we actually have room for one last one. If everyone is all right with that, sure. The sorceress connection. Right, I do at least. Unfortunately, uh, we appear to be low on time. Fallen Star is calling me in for another martial arts lesson. Hmm. Something about teaching me Abelkum Sepulchre of Extension? That sounds like an interesting style. Anyways, this last question comes to us from Fascinating. Wait, just just beneath, 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 uh, the head of house beneath on the Blessed Isle, the Empress's newest daughter. Oh. Recently, it seems as though civil unrest is brewing on the Isle and open warfare may break out. I am sending this question to you privately, and and this is sorcery enchanted to keep you from passing the information on. Oh no, the slugs. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we just got rid of those fucking slugs a moment ago. I was curious if you had any uh, any political opinions on side the current information on the Blessed Isle. What with Pelex and Nellens being at each other's throats, as well as Manemon's house trying to hurt my own children, and arguments and fistfights starting in the Senate daily. If you had any political input on how to best keep everything from exploding on the center. This is not a political podcast. That is all. <laughs> yes, and I think I think we're going to end things off there then. Yes, I will have to agree, as I do not care for mortal affairs. I only care about killing the gods. Well, Sander, do you have any hot political takes? There are so many people that need to die. That is my political take, I guess. And we'll leave it off there. Uh, by the way, this is we're still not even for you breaking the uh, soul oath. Yes, we'll we get are. back to there later. For now, I will release you from this podcast for the duties. We will see you next episode with another all uh, all abyssal episode, which I'm sure everyone will be very excited for. Nelkin Fool might actually show up this time. Oh, I'm she sure. still was supposed to show up for this episode, but she still never oh, came sure. onto the call. I'm sure that will go swimmingly.
And we also have um, the uh, PMOPM is what they have their abbreviation listed as. Uh, and one other Death Knight. Uh, Red Iron Rebuke will be coming to deliver a special Thorn-sponsored episode. They'll have to smuggle me in after I got banned, but hopefully we might be able to get it to work. We'll have another uh, special spectacular from everyone in there. Just don't. Just make sure Mask of Winter. Hopefully, he still uh, doesn't find his you. cat by then. This is Please. it for another episode of Rip Ships. Hope you enjoyed, and see you next time. Oh, and something about more normal fate breakers next week, whatever that means. Wait. Oh, we aren't going to talk about our new project. The what? You know, the new project that's coming out soon. That sounds, sounds quite bizarre, sounds but I'm sure that. we'll get to that soon. I don't know. There's something. About, I don't know. I have a giant expectation for this. Hopefully, we don't just throw it in a tomb. I'm sure that. I'm sure there's many shoots and ladders to be had, but See you that'll all be the roundabout. in due time. Da, 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 da. Thank you for listening to Fate Breakers. We here at the Action Economy crew are really excited to bring you our first big project. And you can also follow all of our socials for more of our content. Actual plays live and die by word of mouth, so if you enjoyed this episode, or know a friend or two who would be interested in this setting or the story we're telling, spreading the word is a great help to a brand new podcast. Me and the players have a lot of ideas and plot seeds for later, both in the far future and two weeks from now, the next episode of Fate Breakers. Catch you then.